Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading Morning Star from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with number 49, chapter 4, part 5, pages 106 through 108. What Christ said during the wedding feast of Cana meant that in matters of divine worship, proclamation of the gospel, and the salvation of souls, we are to take God's decrees as our foundation, not the affection toward people related to us by blood. If the efforts of parents and relatives are contrary to God's will, we cannot pay them any heed. This regards particularly pastoral ministers, priests, and superiors who, while fulfilling their duties, should not be influenced by the rich and the powerful, nor try to gain their friendship and respect, nor give in to the requests and mediations of parents and relatives, but must accept God's will as the sole foundation of their conduct. Another concern that clouds our mind is an excessive care for our physical qualities than the goodness of our soul, which results from the work of God's grace. Another mistake is boasting about one's devout parents while having no intention of imitating them. This was the mistake made by the Jewish priests and aristocrats who boasted of being the progenies of Abraham and other patriarchs, as well as the Messiah's coming from their tribe, while giving no thought to imitating the virtues and way of life of their great ancestors. Even Christ's relatives did not escape from this mistake when, seeing him glorified by his many miracles, they rejoiced in their kinship without trying to unite with him in spirit. The example of the Israelites warned us against boasting of a noble birth or a devout family parentage. We should treasure much more our spiritual origin, which is obtained with the help of God's grace by keeping God's commandments and imitating the saints. That is what Christ wanted to say when a woman called out from the, a crowd, Blessed is the womb that bore you, and the breasts that you sucked. He answered, Blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and keep it. That's from Luke chapter 11, verses 27 and 28. It meant that not only his mother's womb is blessed because it bore him, but Mary herself is more blessed because by keeping the commandments and laws of God, she became worthy of carrying the Son of God in her womb. The Venerable Bede wrote beautifully on this subject. Blessed is the mother of God, for becoming the mother of the word incarnate, but she is even more blessed for loving and keeping it always. That's from his book 4, chapter 49 on Luke 11. For keeping the word of God makes us truly not only the sons of Abraham and the other holy fathers, but above all the sons of God, and brothers of Christ. We also should understand in this spirit Christ's words spoken upon the news of the arrival of the Blessed Virgin Mary and his other relatives. St. John Chrysostom writes, There is one true way in which we can unite ourselves with Christ and become his relatives, by doing his holy will. That's from his homily number 45. Desiring our salvation, Christ cared nothing about the great suffering and death on the cross, 
Thus, he did not deem it improper to speak to his mother with seemingly harsh words. This was done not for her admonishment, but ours. To more clearly demonstrate this, after saying those words, Christ immediately showed signs of love and reverence towards his mother. It is also written that after speaking to his parents the way Christ did when they found him in the temple, he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was obedient to them. That's from Luke chapter 2, verse 51. What greater proof of love can there be than that of the Lord of the world, God himself submitting himself to his created beings? Similarly, having said the words at the wedding feast, O woman, what is this to me and to thee? That's from the Dewey Reams version. He immediately fulfilled his mother's request. Can there be a greater testimony of love than performing the miracles which she requested, the miracle which she requested? Likewise, having uttered the words of his sermon, Jesus added, For whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. That's from Matthew chapter 12, verse 50 by which words he expressed love and undying attachment to the Blessed Virgin Mary, to recognize that those who carry out the will of the Heavenly Father by way of giving birth to spiritual sons and unite with them by the ties of love, like the Blessed Virgin Mary, who was most obedient to the will of God and, in a spiritual way, became the mother of all the members of the Church, means to admit that Mary was united with Christ not only by the ties of blood, but above all, in a spiritual union. Christ loved her not only as his biological mother, but also as the person most obedient to the will of his Father. She was to Jesus not just the most beloved mother according to blood, but also according to spirit. She was to become the mother of all members of the church and, in a spiritual sense, to give birth to them all. St. Leo and St. Augustine also explain the words of Christ. If sometimes he spoke to his mother in a seemingly harsh way, he nevertheless was full of love and kindness. Here, Venerable Casimir continues his reflections on the response of Jesus to his mother at the wedding feast of Cana. Parents want what is best for their children, but it doesn't necessarily mean that all that they ask their children to do is always God's will. Sometimes parents can inadvertently become an obstacle to their children's fulfilling God's will. For example, God might be calling someone to the priesthood or the religious life but the parent tells the child to become a doctor or a lawyer or a nurse, etc. Or the parents don't give the child permission to answer God's call. God's will always has to be priority. Here, Casimir speaks of priests or religious seeking to please rich benefactors rather than fulfilling the will of God. It is not enough to praise our devout parents if we don't intend to imitate them. He speaks of Mary's being blessed because she put the word of God into practice. Jesus, in fact, was not admonishing his mother with his seemingly harsh words. He was speaking to us. He was trying to wake us up 
Jesus gives us the example of obedience and humility through his actions. He was a devout son. Mary had a spiritual bond with Jesus as well as a physical bond. She has a spiritual bond with each of us as our spiritual mother. Jesus loved and loves his mother more than we can imagine. We should follow his example of loving Mary. She is a true mother to each of us. If you would like to receive a Venerable Servant of God, Kazmir Vyshinsky prayer card, visit shopmercy.org. Now let's pray for his beatification and intercession. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, joy of the saints, make us glad by raising to the honors of the altar your faithful servant, Casimir, and grant us the zeal to imitate him on our way to holiness. Amen. O God, merciful Father, in the heart of your servant Casimir, you aroused such a great zeal for accomplishing corporal and spiritual deeds of mercy. Deign to grant to us, through his intercession, the grace for which we implore you. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. It is recommended that this prayer, recited for a particular intention, be complemented by confession and Holy Communion. Please send news about any cure or other graces received from God through the intercession of Father Kazmir Vyshinsky, requests for biographies and prayers, as well as any other correspondence to the following address. Vice Postulator of the Marian Causes of Canonization, Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception, to Prospect Hill Road, Stockbridge, Massachusetts, 01262. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit 
divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.